Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to our first ever Pride interview podcast. Um, please enjoy a lot of blood, sweat, and tears gone into this. Um, just a trick warning: we talk about things such as bullying, um, possibly mentions of self harm and um, suicidal ideation and that kind of thing. But it's mainly about um, pride and we do discuss some discrimination and all of that kind of stuff so if you're easily triggered by that maybe don't listen and um, stick around for our upcoming fun games tonight episode um and also i just want to say that although we are keep putting our content out and we will always um put our content out as long as it is wanted and as long as there are listeners and as long as there are people that listen we do not want to um seem like we are brushing over the black lives matter situation that's going on at the moment um i know that me and rachel fully fully support black lives matter and we are behind it 1000 percent. we want nothing but to hear the voices of people of color and to see change and reformation in america and all over the world because the way that they people are being treated um black people are being treated at the moment is it's disgusting and um this episode was pre-recorded so it would have been recorded before everything happened so we don't mention it and we don't talk about it but we don't want to seem like we are not we don't care about it because we do um and if you want to see more and need more links and um want to find ways to support please check out our instagram at bb underscore podcast um we're gonna we put so much on our stories about it um so many links so many accounts that you can go follow also check out the petitions just you can literally just google um petition for george floyd um because there are so many and donate to his memorial fund um donate to there are so many charities right now helping bail out um protesters who are protesting in america and have been arrested so just do everything you can stay educated um stay vigilant and don't give in don't give up we are here with you and let's all remember um, as this is the first LGBT episode growing up, that Pride was a riot started by people of colour and trans people of colour. And we would not be here today if it wasn't from the input of the black community. So we owe them our pride and our lives and our freedom and they need our support right now. So do everything you can and please stay safe, be safe, and support each other, and just spread as much love as you can throughout the community, because God knows we all need it. Okay, so that bit over, but thank you, enjoy the episode, and we will see you on Wednesday for our bonus. Mm, it's working! It is! Welcome! Welcome to the podcast. It's actually working today. <laughs> it is. You are. Our, you're going to be our first um, guest in the LGBT month. Well, LGBTQ plus month. Q plus so, all the other letters of the alphabet. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to be pretty much every single one. You're going to be the first <laughs> one because you are. Would you like to tell us what your sexuality is, Gabby? How you identify? Who you are? Um, I'm a lesbian, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our friend Gabby. Um, we've known her from school. Um, we love her. Okay. <laughs> know, she works at one of our favourite clubs, and she's seen us as some right old sake. I have indeed. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hasn't seen you guys in a drunk state? That's true. We are the <laughs> local alcoholics. <laughs> So, Gabby, would you like to give us a little bit of background about yourself, who you are? Well, we know who you are. You're Gabby. <laughs> your age, your pronouns, your yeah, just tell us everything. I mean, I'm just normal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's what I like to consider myself as. Knowing probably that's not the right thing, but people tell me otherwise. But no, um, 
what can I say? I, I mean, I, I've got a very religious family, so being in the LGBT, it's very, very tough. Because you know, yes. I, I gotta hide myself, but yeah. I'm not oh. the only one in my family now. Now, <laughs> so I know. I yeah, it's a bit of a weird story that one. Mm. It, it's it's a bit funny, but like it's weird for me and for her. Is she, is she, are you quite close? Is she one of your, like, closer relatives or is it, like... She's my cousin, yeah. She's studying down here, so... Oh, God! Oh, my God! I know. For a bit of an accent, would you like to explain where you're from? Um, I'm from Portugal. Whoop, whoop. European. <laughs> if people don't know where that is. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I speak three different languages all together, which okay. is pretty awesome. Mm. Yeah, I speak Portuguese, Spanish, English, and I'm currently learning South African because my father is South yeah. African, so... Yeah. You're smarter than we will ever be. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Definitely. Have you met us? Have you listened to us speaking? I have, yeah, I have. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I still think you guys are smarter than me. Oh, oh we're not, good. but thank you. <laughs> know so many things it's yeah <laughs> so uh, not to like get straight into questions but um ha- has growing up in a different country and like with a religious family really affected the way you kind of came out and the way you fit yourself into the lgbt community um yeah it definitely has because back home like you gotta have you gotta find a boyfriend you gotta be married and all that sh- that stuff mm. and i'm like I'm all for it, but, like, it's not for me. Yeah. I want to get married my own time, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Just because I've got... Just because, you know, I've kissed someone doesn't mean I'm going to get married to them. But hopefully Free I don't end up... Pre-marital kissing? Disgusting. <laughs> I know, right? That's a disgrace for... Oh, that's a disgrace for my church. What am I doing? Blasphemy. <laughs> so do you still go to church over here? Um... I haven't been in nine years, so no. <laughs> really glad you have faith. Um, <laughs> no, I I only go when I'm back home, and that is literally for like a day. But I I stay half an hour in, and then I'm out to the to the cafe. To be honest, that's that's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I go I go to the chairs, uh, do my prayers, then I come back out because I I can't be bothered to stay there anymore. Like it's not for me. No, do you do you have a do you think you have a faith? Do you have a belief in God, or do you think that your sexuality is complete, like eradicated that? I mean, I no, I, I, I still believe in God and all that, but like I don't follow the rules. I do believe yeah. in it, but I just don't follow it. Yeah. Because I, I, I see the point, and I've still gotta, I still gotta follow it, but I'm not as religious as I should be. Mm. so not for me like I, I do believe in god but it's not for me I, do you think you have like a, your own kind of personal i don't know like relationship with god instead of following kind of like a set path um probably yeah that's <laughs> deep that is a deep question i know that um <laughs> in quite a lot in respect of her sexuality and gender identity and stuff like that like i do find people's like how they merge it all together um what how you like merge like your religion with like your social life and sexuality and gender identity and things like that because i feel like people only think like religious people can only be a strict certain way Mm. that all gay people are not religious at all like but that's not the case no have you because i've continue carry on <laughs> because i've actually so i've bought my home i read the bible that my grandma has mm-hmm. and i looked in like the love section and all, and all that stuff and it doesn't say what you should love it says love whoever you want it doesn't particularly say a man or a woman so i'm like in church thinking well the priest doesn't even say like love a man love a woman he says yeah. love whoever you want exactly so, the only, I think the only part of the Bible that says, like, you shouldn't, like, love 
basically the only part of the Bible that's homophobic is the part where it's like, man should not lie with another man. But actually, that's a mistranslation. Mm. It means man should not lie with another boy. So basically, it's saying, don't be a paedophile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Literally that. So all of this homophobia that's like people are disguising as religious beliefs is incorrect and it gives religion it a bad rep. <laughs> yeah. So oh my God. have you even explained to Gabby how we're going to do this? What we're gonna... No, I haven't. So <laughs> this is just to bring you on. You know, we'll bring you on and we'll just expose you straight away. Wait, wait you guys just cut out. What? Oh, no. So um, we just have a series of questions. You can answer them however you like. You can tell us how much you like. You can tell us nothing at all if you don't want to, but it'd be a very silent podcast. <laughs> um, so, nobody wants that so, yeah it's just like to get a bit of like understanding about you and where you feel you fit and how you inspire others isn't it Beth yes I don't actually have my questions because I cannot find them I think I've <laughs> deleted them for some bizarre reason so um I just, just make, some make them up yeah, yeah exactly make, make them up it would be fine Shall I, shall I go first? Because I actually have. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea. So, what is your favourite part about being in the LGBTQ minus zero community? <laughs> oh, I don't know where to start, buddy. Um, there is a lot of people. You might not realise, but there is a lot of people. And you like you connect with them as soon as you know who they are. Yeah. And it's like instantly, and I'm like oh my god how is that possible like I've never met you before but we've like we can speak freely yeah. you know what I mean it's not yeah. like when you go to a shop and you're just like standing in line like when you see someone like you speak to them a lot and I'm like that's that's brilliant but then after that person you make a lot of friends yeah that maybe is in the same situation as you or like mm. in the different situations and I think that is pretty good when you need them yeah yeah that connection, it's all, it, we've, I hear a lot from a lot of LGBT people, kind of like, you get to choose your family, so you get like a second chosen family of people when you mm, like, enter the LGBT, yeah. and you almost become really close. I think it's because a lot of the time people are experiencing the same level of like, um, a lot of the same experiences, because we're all kind of going through the same stuff. Mm. Yeah. But some are easier than others. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big difference between the community in Portugal and the community over here mm. Mm. sorry I didn't hear the question okay um, <laughs> is there a difference over in Portugal or over here or no no I thought there was when I first came here when I first you know it's like you know searching for my sexuality like I, I, I would go back home and I'd be really shy so like I would instead of women because mm. I thought you know back home nobody nobody everyone is quiet like they don't speak to anyone but now literally my friend my closest friends half ten lesbians gays um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally literally like from one night to another you see you see them like friends and boyfriends and all that shit and I'm like where did you come from <laughs> like how <laughs> like yeah it's like how are the old ladies gonna look at you but but apparently they're fine so yeah. they're probably sick <laughs> themselves let's be real because <laughs> yeah, you know they're usually like the little group of the street gossiping about everyone but when it comes to their own family they're okay with this i'm like right you seem stricter than you look <laughs> <laughs> but no apparently that everyone's cool with it so i'm like that's pretty cool and I think like I've you know joked with my grandma a little and like she's really happy she laughs about it like she says live your life blah blah and all that shit and I'm like why can't you be my mother like why (laughs) (laughs) have you come out to your like how because not to like get personal but have you come out to a lot of your family yet or are you still in the closet right I came out to my mum on Valentine's Day yeah (laughs) oh I know, I wasn't expecting either, but I did. Um, and then my dad is like, you know, a bit of a weird situation. He's a bit, you know, old-fashioned mm. and stuff like that. He 
and he's like, well, if you have a girlfriend, then, you know, I'm going to disown you, get out of my house, that sort of thing. I know. Oh. So my mum knows about it, but she, to my girlfriend, she goes, oh, so your friend's going to be there. And I'm like, oh, oh my yes, God. mother, my friend is going to be there. But, you know, I call her by, by you know, by her name, Lucy and all that, and that mm. stuff. Like, my mum knows. Yeah. yeah, you know, and like lately, so we just had our six month anniversary together. <laughs> I know we lasted during quarantine. Oh my god! Proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you know, she gave me a ring. You know, I promise ring. I haven't given her hers because I haven't chose yet. But I'm giving a lot of other stuff to her. Well, with the engagement ring. Engagement? No, promise. Oh ring. my god! You got engaged? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet but hopefully in a couple of years time i will oh, be i know yes. that's so cute and yeah my mom saw the ring on my finger and oh. she loved and she smiled oh. it wasn't it wasn't you know that sarcastic laugh like smile it was like a genuine smile because she knew yeah. like when she asked me i was like uh, um um uh, it's mine because <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know how because you know my dad was was in the living room so the door was open and oh. we were in the kitchen so I was like um, um it's mine and then I started blushing so my mom immediately knew it was from her oh. and then she gave me that smile and I'm like okay we're making progress guys oh <laughs> calm chill we're getting there but I think she's like accepting it like slowly day by day she's like accepting it and stuff yeah. because one of our friends my mom's friend her stepdaughter is a lesbian and she got married yeah. And yeah. I think, yeah, and I think my mum has told uh, Zillia about about me. Yeah. Because um, she came to our house. She goes, so she, you know, she asked, you know, personal questions, and I'm like, Mum, I'm gonna go. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you soon. Yeah, because I know Zillia's first question for me will be, how do girls have sex then? Oh my god, that is literally the no. the most asked question. So I know. Sex. What? Like, no, who's on top? Who's on bottom? Like, how do you do it? Like, why? None of your goddamn business. None of your business. Wrong question. Who said that or asked that? So I mean, next question is, how do lesbians have sex though? <laughs> that. Um, there's a lot of positions. <laughs> <coughs> Speaking from experience, there is, you know. It's like it's a safe space. <laughs> it's a safe space. We're all here for each other. You learn, like I guess you kind of learn. Yeah, you so... have to. I think the thing is with the difficulty is I think that's what, the why that question is so commonly asked is because. They don't speak about it in schools. Like, they no. don't speak about sex education or anything in schools to do with, like, gay, safe sex and all that kind no. of stuff. So, I... hopefully, we'll be doing a whole episode on it at some point. But, like... Whoop, whoop. Do, like, men or women ask you that more? Just just a genuine curiosity. Oh. So, it's not that. It's... They don't believe me that I'm actually, you know, with a female... So, yeah, I know. I know. The amount of times that I've worked behind a bar and my girlfriend's been there and there's a guy trying to give me his number, um, it's unbelievable. Oh, my because God. Because I, I was working this one night, right, and I was working in vinyl. So you guys know vinyl gets really rammed, busy and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. There was this group of boys. Yeah, there was this group of boys. Um, One was Italian and... There was, uh, he kind of said, oh, do you, have, you know, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, no, I've got a girlfriend. She, she, she's right over there. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 no. And I'm like, that's her. Like, literally, that's, I can show you a picture. It's on my phone as soon as you unlock it. So I can prove it to you. He goes, um, so if I ask for your number, would you give it to me? And I'm like, um, no, you have to ask my girlfriend first. And he goes, no, just give me your number, you know, just give me your number. I will turn you straight. And I'm like no and then literally i called my girlfriend i tried to send her like i knew she was looking at me so i literally waved 
And then I kind of told the cunt, here's my girlfriend. Here's mine. So fuck off. And then I took my phone out and showed it to him. And I'm like, hey, cunt. With me, it's mainly like men that are like, Oh, I can change you. I can turn you. Oh, like, don't. Like, don't even worry. Like, you go, oh, you think you? I can make you fully straight. Because obviously, I'm like bisexual. But then, like, oh, I can make you like <laughs> yeah, fully yeah, yeah. straight. Like, never want to be with a woman again. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> wrong. Don't think so, guy. <laughs> They're so cocky. It just it makes you even less attractive. Like, even from like a straight perspective, when a when a guy comes up to you in a club and they're really cocky, it's just like, hey, man, no, 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 no. But he wasn't attracted anyway, and I'm like, oh, oh. fuck's sake. <laughs> but there's been some well, attractive yeah. ones, but <coughs> no, thank you. I'd skip you any day. <laughs> so ne- the next like main question is, which kind of goes off the back of the other question. Um, Topic, yeah. Is there like, what's the least? Well, what's your least favorite thing about being in the LGBT community? Like, what do you hate the most about it? What is the most difficult thing about it? You keep crying now. Do I? Yeah. Oh, no. Can try again? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, we're good? Yeah, we're good. Seems to be good. Okay, we're good. What's the question? (laughs) The question is, (laughs) what is your least favourite part about being in the LGBT community? Like, what what do you find most difficult about being in the LGBT community? you can't come out as easy as you thought as everyone makes it yeah it's like it's like they post it everywhere oh yeah just come out to my parents blah 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 you just do this you do that and then they'll be happy and I'm like only if it worked like that it'd be fine but it doesn't (laughs) yeah I think coming out is such a difficult like thing for everybody and it's like it's never the same and it's just a lot of pressure yeah and yeah. it puts a lot of pressure on you as a person and you just like because I backed away so many times tell my mum you know yeah. I I like you know Valentine's Day I was like right I'm gonna go to the shop I'm gonna buy her favorite things which was Ferrero Rocher and Rose and flowers she loves them so Aww. I was like to get her on a good side and then I'll be telling her or I spent over two hours playing on my head thinking how am I going to do this? And it's so hard. Because, you know, you're about to say it, but then you, like, you speak about something else and you just think to yourself, fuck, uh, why yeah. didn't I just say it then? But yeah. I did it before my dad came home. Mm. So it was all good. She was, you know, she wasn't as upset as I... Well, I mean, she was upset, but, like, she didn't show it. Yeah. But then I think, you know, after a few hours, like, the next day, she was, like, sort of okay with it, but she wasn't... She's not 100%, but we gain it but it's still hard to come out it's it's a process and coming out is like never just like a one-time thing i feel like you Mm -mm. constantly have to keep i've said this so many times before but you constantly have to keep coming out and it's like a journey that you have to go on yeah i remember um in phil lester's coming out video he said i've never stopped coming out every time i meet a new person i end up coming out because Mm. eventually they have to find out that i'm gay and i you know, I suppose, like, you do, like, the big coming out to your parents and your friends, your, like, school friends and that, but mm. then you have to keep doing it along the line, so it never... Yeah, yeah. it's a never-ending cycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, what changes would you like to see in the community? People being more accepting of who they are. Yeah. Especially, you know, because they tend to hide themselves and, like, yeah. not being true to themselves. If you get what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. they dress a different way that they hate it. You know, I've always hated wearing dresses. Like, yes. like I'm not, a, like, I, can, I am girly, but, like, I don't like the clothes. Like, I feel really uncomfortable because I, I mm. see a lot of people staring at me and it's not, I just don't feel right. Yeah. But I think that people should be more confident, confident in themselves. Yeah, because yeah. I think you, because I obviously know you from secondary school and like seeing mm. you kind of develop, you've never really been particularly like, you've never really seemed comfortable when you're 
dressing like no. dressy and like doing all that yeah. stuff. I remember even being on FaceTime <laughs> with you one time and you were like getting ready for this like sports evening, Oh yeah. Like, doing your hair and getting dressed up and, I was, like, <laughs> yeah. you just don't, and you just didn't look comfortable. And I feel like now no. you've come out and you've kind of explored yourself and you've become mm. more yourself. You do seem more comfortable. Yeah, because yeah. when I went on a cruise, like we had like, you know, the captain's night, we had posh nights. So it was like throughout three weeks, we had like two posh nights or whatever two posh mm-hmm. events and you had to go you know nicely presented all stuff and my mom told me oh you got oh I'm going to buy some dresses for you you know take your prom dress and I'm like no no <laughs> and then what I ended up doing was buying suits like female sh- suits yeah and I think they like and jumpsuits as well because I think they look better on me than dresses yeah because you know they hide yeah you know they hide me a bit more so I'm like I'm a I'm more comfortable with it and I've really enjoyed like your mom my mom's jumps I even wore my mom's jumpsuit believe it or not and it fit me yes and she's literally a miniature from me like she's She's smaller she is tiny and and it fit me so well literally I wore my I even bought a pair of boots they're really nice boots I know and they looked really nice so yeah. I gotta give myself a 10 <laughs> out of 10 for that one. High five. <laughs> oh. No, I think confidence is just, yeah, I mean, I feel like. It's key, yeah. How you yeah. fit in the community by just like, I don't know, maybe like just empowering people more. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like, I'm not being a first, but like, you see like different types of lesbians. Yeah, and they tend to put it in name, <laughs> and they tend like I don't mind about the name, but it's like some of them is like cringy, how yeah. like they dress like, especially on TikTok. It's I know, I know. It's not you. It's not you. Oh my god, TikTok lesbians are just. Some of them like some of them are okay like, ten out of ten for the effort. You know, love your clothing, but some of them is just like. What are you doing? What the are you doing? here. What is happening? <laughs> Can you please describe TikTok? Basically, oh, they're like weirdly sexual creatures. You know what yeah, I mean? they are. They're like, they're like, you know, they do like, you know, slash the eyebrows, but their lip closing. You know, chain. I still don't get the whole chain thing. Really? I don't and get they it. They do that like chain when they're like here and they like dangle it over like. Oh that. no, that is what like that's a top person. That's what a perspective from a bottom sees a top on top of them. Weird. And I, I did that. You know, I was on Facebook with my girlfriend. I was like, and I did that, and I'm like, I'm so sorry that you have to see that. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, right, okay, I don't think I'm gonna be doing that anymore. <laughs> You can be never. the top one. <laughs> never again. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I just don't get it. It's weird. Oh. Do, so another question for you. Do you um like have is there any experiences that stick out for you like discrimination wise that you've like experienced discrimination because you because of your sexuality and because of your identity? Oh yeah. Especially at work, I was doing this event. I was, it was a boxing event, and there was a, basically a lot of old men. And there was a few Christmas parties. Yeah, I know. There was a few Christmas parties that was just old men, and they know my the manager that owns the club, at least yeah. I'm here, Paul Smith. And, you know, you can't really, you know, do anything because otherwise your job is on the line because he's, he's, you know, he's a cunt. I hate him. <laughs> and stuff but like they've kind of said to me oh it's wrong for you to be you know a lesbian and a foreigner like that is not right oh my god and, like, and homophobic just literally one. and i'm like okay sir well i'm just gonna spit in your drink and you're gonna <laughs> drink it yes and and i took the drinks to the washroom and I might have put some powder, some random powder that I found, you know, from vomit powder in their drinks just because of their fucking comments. Possibly, maybe. Yeah. That is all <laughs> alleged. She, don't arrest her. She may or may not have done it, but if she did do it, it would have been great. High five. Um, you can't prove it was me. There's no cameras. Exactly. 
he just yeah sorry I'm putting my on him so that's annoying um <laughs> but like the best way because I feel like a lot of times people are like oh my god people discriminate against me and I just sat and cried mm. always... <laughs> <laughs> you tried to kill them though. <laughs> I mean I just hate when people tell me comments about that like yeah. I can't be a lesbian because you know I don't look lesbian so I shouldn't be one and like I should be you know in a straight spectrum and like dress like this and like be normal like everyone else and I'm like well no. go to hell you cunt because I don't give a fuck what you say yes that is the best way to be and you don't need to listen to anybody else I just basically about. laugh at their faces when they tell me that and I'm like <laughs> good yeah. luck that word <laughs> <laughs> Because it ain't happening. Do you, do you ever feel, like, scared to be yourself, like, be out and proud? Like, when you're just walking around, like, say if you were holding your girlfriend's hand or just walking around the streets, or, mm. like, do you ever feel scared of being out? Or is it just kind of, like, you feel okay about it? Oh, I don't know. So, like, when we're up in Oxford, we, do, we did a weekend away, just asked who. Uh, first time ever. Um, like... Because I knew, like, there was no one that I would know up in Oxford. Like, I was fine with it. But, like, down yeah. here is a bit of a different situation. Yeah. Because if someone sees and knows, like, you know, one of my parents, you know, that is going to be at the back of my mind. So, like, I tend to, like, hold, you know, there's, like, this weird way of holding her hand, but, like, without showing it, if you get yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So, it's like, so a lot of people can't notice you're actually holding hands. But, like, I think now, because, you know, she kind of does it first or like I feel okay enough to do it because you know mm-hmm. she's doing it so I feel like I shouldn't be afraid of it doing it as well yeah you know yeah. she she's she's hell scared as well and you know we're both scared to be honest but the more comfortable we are with each other like we don't actually give a, a shit anymore like we just do yeah. it that's the power of loving each other mm. exactly I, I totally agree with that I feel like it just must come a point where like your feelings to that person must override your fear of it what does I'm... yeah and I guess I... you're like obsessed with it just by talking to you smile <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute <laughs> I know who thought I would be in a really good fucking amazing relationship I would never thought of it I literally have never dreamed of it and like and then it has happened, you know, and yeah. I'm like, because, oh. you know, when we started dating, you know, our work, my work, like, you know, we both used to work at Prism. People basically, because I, I would basically, you know, they would ask me questions about saying how, how many times I slept with a man and stuff like that. You know, I would like, yeah, I would like, oh, I would like sort of brag about it, but like not mm. as much as like override the attention like I would say how many and like when was it and stuff like that and I thought because you know they saw me that way they never taken the image out of their head so they tried to split us up so many times saying you know I was going to be unfaithful like I was only dating her for the attention that I was getting from people mm-hmm. I know and I'm like I know and then they so I so this was like like a month into the relationship like I went back home on Christmas time mm-hmm. and that is when all of that came out you know they didn't tell me to my face they told her when I wasn't in the country Jesus. and I you know she was yeah she was like really panicking texting me like at two o'clock in the morning really panicking saying about this stuff and like she didn't tell me at first who who said it because she knew I would once I came back I would have a fucking go at them and she was right <laughs> And she was correctly, you know, she didn't tell me until, like, I came back, we did our presents, so, like, she didn't tell me until then, Yeah. which I was okay with, because it was one of her friends, mm-hmm. but her friend is a fake-ass cunt who, <laughs> no, <Yes>! literally, yes! <laughs> literally, so she's, so, like, there's nothing wrong with this, but, like, her mother died, and she basically uses that excuse to get people's attention, like, because, oh. you know, you could be talking about, oh, yeah, like, you know, my auntie died, you know, she was really close to me. And then she goes, oh, yeah, my mum died. And then, you know, she was this, she was that. And she tends to go on that yeah. so much. And you're like, you know, you, you get it. Like, your mum died. Fair enough. Talk to, talk about her. But don't override it. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, do, don't do it for the attention. And, like, she kind of went and spread it around. 
I know. What and then she tried and then she tried to blame one of my best friend Talia, saying that she said all of them stuff to her and I'm like, hold up, like Talia they, doesn't even no. know any of that shit. Like how like how there is so much lesbian drama. She's not she's not she's not gay. She's like she's straight as fuck. Right. But <laughs> So she just wants to do it because she's an asshole, not because she's like because you know because you know when you have this like you know best friend you hang around with you know they're single blah 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 and then all of a sudden you know they get in a relationship you know their attention you know their attention is not on them so much like it's on a person you know they're going out with they get jealous and she did it because of that reason oh god and i'm like does not sound like a nice person she is not (laughs) i hate the cunt (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like every time I go into work and I'm like, she's just there and I'm like, fuck off, don't even talk to me. We have a couple of people that I, I think that comes to mind when like, you come here. I just look at some people and I'm like, and they're like fuck off. <laughs> bye bye, get out of my way. <laughs> I don't need you. Um, oh. What do you wish you knew when you were growing up about the LGBT community or just about being gay in general? I don't know it's like (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know it's like there are like you can't oh I don't know how to say it it's like don't be afraid to be who you are like even just dressing by it yeah like if you can't say it dress it because that is what I tend to do so yes because you know yeah because I think once people know your style like they kind of like get it like they see where you're coming from and I think that's like a great thing because my aunties I think they've clocked on I think they've clocked on and I'm like okay cool that's cool I mean they haven't said anything and they're open about it they're like oh yeah I've got you know it's fine to be gay lesbian whatever you want it's fine we'll be here and stuff like that so like hearing that from my own family is really good because you know i never heard my family speak about it you know yeah even when i was little literally i would walk around with my trousers half down my ass (laughs) (laughs) literally you know thinking you know that was my because you know i used i didn't mix well with girls you know i was more like mixed well with the boys you know i used to play football like even my parents say, like, I would never get on a Barbie. Like, I would never pick up a Barbie yeah. and play with it. I would, like, I was, like, you know, trucks, football, sports and all that that stuff. Yeah. But they never thought that from that it would come to this. Yeah. Because, you know, they, you tend to change over time and that's what they thought. But, like, I never grew up, you know, playing football, playing in the sand with trucks and stuff like that. Because I, I, even in nursery, like, there's pictures of me playing with trucks instead of a Barbie. Yeah. But I was playing with, you know, men and not women. Yeah. Because my I've... grandma had a go my dad because I when I went to my dad's village, like when I was younger, I used to play with the boys down down the road. Yeah. And my grandma, you know, she's very old fashioned, God has old. Um she like she was like she literally had a go my my dad my mum saying, Oh, get her back here, like she shouldn't be playing with boys, she'd be playing with girls, there's girls from the house up uh, up there, like going yeah mega friends and stuff like that so but my mum literally said my mum literally said to her like let the girl play like there's nothing wrong with it yeah because I feel like I remember you from I remember thinking in secondary school not to like stereotype all gays (laughs) and stuff but I remember thinking in secondary school oh you're definitely like at least bisexual because I used to be Mm. like oh Gabby are you gay and you'd be like no no yeah I know I yeah I used to do that a lot I'd be like um no not no no, I never I used... even looked at women all Yeah, I know, and I'm like, fuck. Because, you know, I was, like, really scared. Because I was getting bullied back then. It was, like, because of being foreign, foreign, just for being foreign. And I'm like, well, if I said I was gay, like, that would have blended me in even more trouble, like, from getting bullied. So I was like, no. Yeah. I keep myself back just in case, and mm. I did it. But, yeah. I think, but to be honest, I only wore a skirt three times in five years <laughs> damn <laughs> but that was because either my trousers ripped or they were in the washing machine yeah i literally i can't imagine how difficult it must be to 
have to deal with like the racism on top of mm. the homophobia like that must be really difficult yeah it was literally like when I started school I got really bullied like yeah. to the point that Everyone I actually was a dick to you in school I know yeah. and like I like I didn't speak to any of them like I used to sit at the back of the room by myself keeping my mouth quiet like I wouldn't even answer the questions when like when the teachers asked me oh yeah Gabby what's the question or what's the answer like I would never do it like I would sit back and like just put my head down yeah because you know I got bullied so much for being you know back then like I was the only foreigner in that year yeah and it's like I literally literally did nothing to anyone like I was sit sit back put my head down and do my work Mm. but yeah still then I used to get bullied so much and it got to the point like I didn't want to be here anymore like yeah. literally I told my mom like I can't do it anymore I can't go to school but like I you know I tried to tell my mom but like I knew that she was gonna make things worse because yeah. every time I said to someone oh someone's bullying me you know what the, what would happen is we would go into you know the little room with like you know Mr. Oh God, you know, their, yeah. their office you know yeah. and the stupid thing that they did that I'm now thinking like what the fuck is wrong with them they used to put like two chairs back to back and like your bully and you would sit like on one of the chairs and all they would and all they would do is like oh you apologize to her and you apologize to him and like and that is it like you guys stop bullying each other like you guys are fine to go away like it's all good but it wasn't like if I told someone like it would get a lot worse yeah. I got literally to the point like they actually followed me home oh my yeah, god I know I know I got a boy like literally followed me home literally trying to break my window downstairs Jesus and I'm like Christ. I know I'm literally from like my year leader I loved yeah. her she was like oh your mom told me what happened is there like do you want me to go and call the police because I know who the boy is do you want to get the police involved and I was like no 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 because that is going to make a you know worse yeah but I but we decided not to call the police try and sort ourselves like you know try and tell Mick he was such good friends with my dad because you know Mm -hmm. they were both South African so like they were best buds like Mm -hmm. and stuff and he actually did something back then when I was getting bullied like my mum literally came to the school stormed in reception trying to demanding speak to me to help my bullying saying like saying if it wasn't like if it didn't get sorted the school was going to get prosecuted like the school was going to get fined and going to court for like bullying racism and all that stuff and Mr Carlisle like my mum wanted to my mum wanted to so bad yeah because you know she like she knew like I was the only foreigner because my mum said to him like before he left because we thought he was going to stay there until like you know I left or whatever and then he was like well if you guys ever need me like to sort anything out literally just give me a call and I'll mm-hmm. sort anything out and then of course he moved to South Africa and like my dad tried my dad still speaks to him you know because you know they're from the same area so yeah. they kind of know each other so but like he's like been catching up with my dad and stuff like that but it just it just didn't help like he yeah. tried to speak with like it did fuck all it yeah. did absolutely fuck all and then I got bullied like from my math teacher for yeah. having I know for having HGHD yeah yeah because like I so this is where the point that my mom physically came into school and shouted at every teacher without Mm -hmm. giving a fuck so it's like I was like I know like and till this day like I see her like uh, with my neighbor Nikki because you know she sells Avon and stuff like that so she comes and picks it up and stuff and like she kind of just says hi and then puts her head down because she knows like <laughs> what my yeah. mum will do to her. Yeah. Because you, know, you know I every lesson I you know I've got HGSD you know I gotta keep moving and I used to click my pen instead of like yeah I used to click a lot of my pen because you know I didn't like the people in my class some of them were okay but like some of them were cunts and you know just distract myself I, lo- I would look out the window you know work yeah. my chair and stuff like that and I would literally get sent out every lesson I know literally I, for clicking a fucking pen That's for clicking joke. literally I would start clicking a pen she'd be going Gabby get out now and I'm like why she goes because you're annoying me and I'm like why 
That's she not like, a reason to send you... a student out. I know. And she was like, well, because you're clicking a pen, and that is obviously distracting the whole class. And this is when Elle came in. God, like, literally, she actually stood up for me. I was like, well, it's not bothering anyone in the table, so why is it bothering you? Yes, and since that day, everyone hated her cunt. And then we found out that she she's, has a phobia of baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, we brought, literally, we brought baked beans into her class and she would not come near us. She cried <laughs> because there was baked beans in her classroom. <laughs> I don't know, but she literally, <laughs> that was her biggest mistake, was telling her that one of her phobias was baked beans. She's so <laughs> stupid, Jesus. I know, and then, oh, it was funny, and then we made her cry because there was baked beans in the classroom, and we refused to move them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Payback. Oh, no, she was such a bitch, and then Parents' Evening was one of my biggest moments. Whereas when my mum decided she had enough of that cunt, literally, she said that to her face. She literally, so, you know, we used to be early, you know, we sometimes were, like, getting to parents even, like, half through, that's when roughly everyone was in there. Yeah. Just to get out of the way. Like, it was our turn to do maths, you know, maths thingy for her to speak. My mum goes, slaps her hand down in her table where the books are, and goes, what the fuck is your problem? My daughter has got ADHD, and yet you're sending her the fuck out of her room, not teaching her nothing that is important, sending her out just because she has ADHD. What the fuck is wrong with you? And, you know, my mum, my mum isn't, you know, a quiet lady. She won't just go, hi, my daughter has ADHD. Just, you know, give her a break. No. My mum stood up and slammed her hand down her table Everyone in the sport, in like the hall, went quiet. Oh my god, your mum is such an icon. She parents. <laughs> she literally regretting. Like at the moment, I see her soul drain out her body because my mum was shouting at her. She was like, oh, um, she was like, she's trying to talk, but she, she didn't know what to say. She, all she said was like, I'm sorry. Like that was not my, you know. M- what I wanted to achieve, and I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> because, like, you know, I told her, like, during the class, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell my, like, I'm going to call my mom to come and speak to you. She goes, oh, yeah, what's she going to do? She can't, she can't do anything, like, your mom is going to be fine. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what was coming. Like, I tell you that now, she had no idea. No clue. And literally, and literally, like, we made everyone in the room go silence. Jesus. It was Christ literally man. the best moment of my my, my life. Yeah, school career. But it's like seeing a teacher that I absolutely hate the fuck out getting, you know, shattered up by my own mother. And days before, she said that my mum couldn't do anything. It wasn't going to scare her. <laughs> yes. After that, she was so scared to teach me. Yeah. She would she wouldn't come to my table. She would not literally she would not dare to speak to me back like after that. And I'm like was a legend. That's what you get. And you gotta spend the next like year and a half with me, so <laughs> Yes. So she knows like if she ever did anything to me that my mum would be storming into her room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I really, even though, like, obviously me and Beth didn't contribute to the bullying, mm. that I really wish me and, well, I really wish I had <laughs> up a bit and stepped out of my friendship group and been like, because mm. like, I, I just love talking to you. You're so, mm. and you're so interesting. And <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just all the things like, and then you were like really good friends with my ex-boyfriend. So it's always a bit like. Who was it? Harrison. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I actually miss school. Like listening to people you talk about it is making me miss it. Mm. I don't know if I've ever missed school. Not gonna. because <laughs> like, you know, I go and run around the school, and you know, I'm like, oh, I miss seeing the teachers. You know, my favorite teachers. Like that's what I miss the most, interacting with them. Even yeah. Mm. Do you think, but getting back to the gay questions, do you think um, there's anything that our school could have done better to like 
promote the LGBT and like look after LGBT students? Oh, I mean, Matt was doing incredible at that job. Like, not gonna lie, you know, the counselor that yes. Matt, like he was doing so good at yeah. that job. Like, I I don't think the school gave him enough credit for it. Definitely That's, not. Mm, and I think that is like the biggest mistake of putting like you know people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think he was doing some amazing work, like, for students and, like, helping students. Yeah, 100%. I felt like he gave the voice and we didn't even know what to say. Yeah. You mm. know, about anything, you know, like, for me, it's, like, my anxiety and stuff, and for you guys, it's, like, exploring your identities and stuff, and, yeah, I felt like he really, he gave us our time. To he gave us our time. So, we have finally come to the last question. We have. Is Gabby with us? Yep. Hello. There yeah. she is. Um. So, Gabby, what does pride mean to you? Love. Uh, being yeah. different. Um, accepting other people, accepting yourself. Yeah. Being who you are all the time. Not being yeah. afraid of other people's words and stuff like that and yeah just filled with like happiness that was such a beautiful answer oh my god great way to word it i think because it means different things to different people doesn't it Mm. yeah i think that's such a nice note to end the questions on as well that's such a nice like love and happiness that's what it's all about it is literally it's all about that it's like half of it of course like 50 50 but but for most people, pride means that to them. And yeah. I think yeah. it's correct. That's what it should be. Yeah. Mm. Oh, let's see. oh, thank you, Gabby. It's been a Thank pleasure. you so much, Gabby. My pleasure. Oh, We've loved it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been our first guest on the Busty Babes. You have. Woohoo! Woo! I got I got bit. <laughs> just celebrate you know yes well thank you for listening thank you so much for listening we're gonna do a little outro now so peace out people have a great day gabby where can people find you if you want people to find you if not then just ignore the question <laughs> um instagram pretty much yeah. <laughs> i'm there every day <laughs> yeah it's just my name just your name yes we'll put we'll put we'll put up your instagram a link to your instagram on our instagram when this goes up and like we'll give you a massive fat old shout out because your face everywhere (laughs) (laughs) and you can find us wait what's our instagram rachel our instagram you can uh message us on instagram at bb underscore podcast or you can email us if you have something a bit more personal and private to say um our email is bustybasepodcast at hotmail.com. Yes. Damn, that's a great one. Yes. Woo! Yeah.